What's up, everybody? It's Don Lemon here in CNN, and today we're going to give you your news uh, concerning Trump and everything in the White House. All right. <laughs> I was just making fun, bro. But really, my name's Jalen Gasper, and welcome to E Squared. And of course, today I'm with my mediator, Andre the Flax and Wax, and always stay packing and always eating cracklings because he is Muslim. No, it's just Andre, guys. How you doing? We got a good show for y'all today. We got a new co-host for today, my man AJ, Mr. Alton RV. Go ahead, introduce yourself, bro. How you doing, everybody? Like Andre said, my name is Alton RV, Sensei RV. <laughs> I'm from Port Arthur, Texas. I am an aspiring artist and painter. I am a youth director at Mount Sinai Baptist Church in Port Arthur, Texas. And I'm also in the band at Lamar State College, Port Arthur. Work. And yeah, 24-7 All I want to do is I just want to thank my homies For having me here today And I'm just ready to get this episode going Yeah man yeah, Might as well jump right into it man. Yeah, yeah, We it. got a couple things new for y'all today Yeah but before we even get started on the topics man bro, we got to talk about what happened in the past week my nigga Bruh Beyonce's performance at Coachella Yeah that was dope bro, I got you, it Yeah you did <laughs> Did you know that she was the first black woman ever to perform at Coachella? At least headline Coachella. Well, that's not... I didn't know that, but that's dope as well. That's Man. very dope. And really, to be honest, the performance that she did explained that so well because... It, it embodied, you know, being a black artist and yeah. doing that at the highest level. It was just great to see, you know. Exactly, man. Just the HBCU bands, you know, me me personally being from an HBCU band, you know, juke juke, you know what I'm saying? It's really cool seeing that she's paying that homage to, towards us. And mm-hmm. even when she was just doing like all the homages to just black culture, period, with um singing the um African national anthem, lift every voice and sing. It was just beautiful all the way around, yeah. bro. And, and then you had... Beyonce from Beyonce, people talking about Cardi and Nicki beef, and then from Cardi and Nicki beef, you have people talking about Syria. Yeah, yeah, a complete, you know, <laughs> yeah, big yeah, hop. a big hop. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, but, but is it is a very important subject though. But we're not making uh, light of Syria, but I just feel like, and we all feel the same way that Syria is more complicated than the media puts on to believe, mm-hmm. and. The average American doesn't understand the intricacies of uh, our involvement in Syria and what's been going on. And, and just in case you guys didn't know, just to uh, let you uh, in on some news, basically um, Assad's regime was um, suspected to be um, bombing his own people again with more chemical weapons. And this isn't the first time he's suspected to be doing this, but we're not really going to talk about what's happening in Syria on this episode uh, because, like we said, it's just so many intricate factions that you have to really put into place and you really have to understand all sides involved in the Syrian conflict. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's not that clear cut. But uh, to delve into it and explain it would take more time than we have today. <laughs> Way more time. It's just crazy to uh, have our government bombing a new country. You know? Exactly. Just bombing them without any. Ugh, like I said, we'll get to that another day. But today, today. My co-host, what'll be the first thing we're talking about? Uh, cultural appropriation. Let's get on it. Cultural appropriation. Oh, okay. a hot topic in uh, culture right now and going around amongst black and white people. Yeah, but before we even discuss 
our opinions on cultural appropriating and who does it, we're going to have my mediator here give us the def- his definition on what cultural appropriation is. Well, uh, for me, cultural appropriation is uh, a member of a different culture or community appropriating or essentially taking and essentially trying to say, I own this, I created this, and revamping something that's already been existing. It's also been a part of a different culture. And uh, the unfortunate thing about cultural appropriation in America is that that comes with uh, a negative connotation because one of the main perpetrators, one of the main races who perpetrate cultural appropriation has a long history of disrespecting and uh, (laughs) belittling and attacking the other culture. So uh, it's the history is crazy and just seeing how um, black culture has flourished in uh, a dark hole that has been America's (laughs) history with black people. And then seeing today white people come in and say, well, hey, we like this, well, hey, we like that. But for years and decades, we y'all hated that. And y'all yeah, attacked exactly. these aspects. And now it's, what is it, nice? What yes. is, it, is it marketable? Ooh, yeah. What is it, you know, enjoyable? I just, it's terrible. And, and like, before, um, we're, of course, we're going to let our co-host speak. But before uh, we even dive deep into it, when we start talking about people's favorite conversation when it comes to cultural appropriation is regarding entertainment. Yeah. Like, which of our entertainers are cultural appropriations? Like, they came out with a recent debate of, is Bruno Mars a culture appropriator? Absolutely. Is not. Post Malone a cultural appropriator? Absolutely. Not. Well, what's the difference? <clears throat> well, uh, and this, and that's why I'm going to hop in and... and how I feel about that is, I feel like Bruno Mars is not a cultural appropriator. But I mean, if he's not a cultural appropriator, what makes him any different than Post Malone? He makes black people music and he's not black. All right. Now, let me tell you the difference. Now, there's a difference between making music around something than making music like something. See, Bruno Mars, he makes music because he appreciates our culture. He loves our culture. Like, he loves black culture. So, he likes to make that music. Man, hey, I don't care what culture is. If you appreciate my culture and you want to make music like it, do that. Big hand claps to you. I, I'm going to respect you just like you respect mine. But when you got a, a dude who look like a white nigga that, that walk, and <laughs> that, that like, he look like a white version of a dude that walks in the west side of my city. <laughs> that, there's something wrong with that. And then make the comments that he made about, you know, past hip-hop. No, come on, man. That, that's... Cultural appropriating right there. And what were those comments? Like, uh, he essentially said that uh, if you want to feel, if you want to, um, you know, I guess kind of get in touch with your more emotional side or your deep introspective side, then hip-hop isn't for you. And that's just a complete misunderstanding of what hip-hop is, what it's been, and what it always should be. I mean, we are going through a bit of a, a trap phase in hip-hop. Yeah. But it's core has always been stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. for somebody who wasn't birthed in this, who didn't come up and contribute, you know, to the creation of this, to say, you know, what this is or what it isn't, you know, that's when you're culture appropriate, especially when you're uh, just an artist or an entertainer and you come in and see just the monetary value that hip-hop has and not, you just genuinely want to contribute because you love it. That's mm-hmm. why I feel like the line is between, let's say, Bruno Mars or Post Malone. Bruno Mars genuinely wants to contribute to the culture. Yeah. He's genuinely been inspired, and uh, he loves it. And it's not just money to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not just, I'm trying to do this for a fact. I love this. 
Yeah. Versus, you know, other kids. Let's say, like, uh, any of y'all know who Lil Xan is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was just came out and called Tupac, Tupac Barn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people got on this guy. Hey, but, hey, okay, look. I don't feel Lil Xan is a cultural appropriator. Um, that's what we disagree in, Fred. Okay, <laughs> look, look, listen, right. man, bro. I, I feel like Post Malone, yeah, indeed, is a, is a cultural appropriator. Anytime you do something strictly for the profit of something, or profit offer anything and it hurts another culture it's culture appropriating you know it's just the fact that a lot of people are making music like post malone and that could be an easy lane for them but he's already making that music Mm. you know so he's hurting our culture even more but i feel like there's a difference between cultural appropriators and people who we force into a spot of cultural appropriation it to me i feel like we can label out who's a cultural appropriator, but us as a culture have to decide who we listen to. You know, Lil Xan became hot because he had a fan base. Thanks. And I, I, and I'm not gonna be so quick. Now, now, do I listen to Lil Xan music? No, I personally think the nigga sucks. Oh, I, I can uh, name yeah. a song. Yeah, I, I heard like snippets and stuff, and not to sound biased, because this is an unbiased podcast. But I mean, I just don't like his music. But I do know in interviews like that when like uh when uh when you think about like hot 97 or power 101 when they ask these kids who tupac is man that's a setup bro that's a setup that they be setting those kids up because they know how they're gonna answer and they know what they're gonna do now you see lil zan going on an apology tour you know he's been thinking about getting tupac tatted on his face uh and stuff just to make up for the comments so like I, you, you're correct. I feel there is a bit of a line that needs to be walked where but, you assume people need to know what you know. But but at the same time, you still got to look at it from his side because Lil Zan could have been like, man, I don't listen to Tupac like that. That's why I, you know I don't know him like that. But just to come out and say, hey, this man is born exactly. Yeah, just to put it like exactly. this that he sucked like that. Now you like you you crossing you did, the line exactly. Yeah. That's that's when it's just your opinion versus yeah. you disrespecting something. Yeah, like, I understand. I understand that, that is different. True. Like completely, like that's understandable. Like my little brother don't even listen to Tupac, but when you just you that age calling somebody else who was big in hip hop suck and, and actually did stuff for the culture a suckish person, you crossing the line, man. He do, he he need to go on an apology tour. <laughs> <laughs> he really do. <laughs> the easiest comparison I could say was that I mean we young black men. Do any of us listen to country music? No. You know what I'm saying we probably think uh, country music is boring. Yeah, so. yeah. But are we gonna go then disrespect, disrespect country nah. artists and then try uh, to be a country artist? That, that is some, a good but point. But some, some of our that own artists are doing features with them other genres, and that's and that's another point too. Andre, you just brought up a great point of how like we like we won't do that to another genre of music, and you brought up an even greater point that it's all about what we feed. Yeah. Well, it's it's all about what we feed. That's how things get success. Like we can say Post Malone is a culture appropriator, but if he drop a song today, it's still gonna get number one on the Billboard charts. Yeah, yeah, he's he's just that big, you know. And that goes to say that uh, hip hop, obviously, since it's the number one genre in America, it's no longer just just black, a black thing. And like and like for, a lot of white fans. And like for example, like if me like say Quavo go do a feature with a country person. He don't go into the country lane and talk about country things. He still talk about the same thing that he talk about <laughs> exactly. in his raps. But when you somebody who I don't know what Post Malone from, but when you somebody from not what you you know your genre of music, you know where they came from, and then you come in it and then rapping like you came from that, 
you got a something wrong with you, bro. Definition of cultural appropriation. And yeah. like even when we think about the word cultural appropriation, I like to walk a deeper line to like even, you know, what's accepted of other cultures that what they what that isn't accepted of us. Like, you know, if a girl is uh if a girl from another race is feisty or uh very, you know, passionate about her relationship, they're going to label her as that, feisty, sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's passionate and fiery, but those same types of uh, characteristics, if you put them on, let's say, a woman of color, a minority woman, they start turning to words like brash. Brash. Exactly. Or exactly. Or ratchet. Yes. Exactly. So, so stuff like that just has me thinking about, like, should we as a culture cut people off? Like, when it comes to, like, things like the N-word, should like should we really allow other races to say the n word should they be even able to like say the g a word you know what I'm saying like how y'all feel about that on that and I'm gonna make it short, I feel like they shouldn't say it, but and i I'm not gonna say we can be the people to go and say they need to stop I mean we could tell them that we feel uncomfortable about it if they say it around us, but we just can't be the one to just go up there and say stop because it has been around before we even were born so but I feel like they shouldn't say it because it's like coming from a black person. When we hear, when we think of another race or hear another race telling us the A, the the G A or the G E R, either way it go. When we hear that coming from them, all we think about is our past and how that was, you know, used to us, you know, in a derogatory way. So that's why I feel like they should say, it. even if they is just coming up to say, "What's up, my nigga?" Like I under, you know. We just gonna we ain't gonna you know yell at you or do nothing or beat you up, but we just gonna politely tell you don't say it because that's how we feel about it. And uh, you know that's uh, it's tied to our culture, like you said. It's, yeah. That word has a bit of a dual meaning when said by different people. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's somebody of a shared skin color, you know, it's uh, what's the word. Uh, it's like a form of camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, it's my brother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We share a struggle. The greeting versus somebody outside our culture, outside yeah. our culture, saying it, and it's interpreted as an insult or an attack. And I feel like you know, just it, you, you got a moral and a practical stance or viewpoint on this. Mm-hmm. Where your moral stance is obviously you know nobody else should be saying this you know yeah. even if you want to take it a bit further we shouldn't be yeah and, that, and, and when it comes to that and i'm gonna let you speak Jalen, but just on on that it's just like when it comes to that they can't even tell us they can't be the ones to tell us oh y'all can't say nigga now i understand <laughs> where they coming from like if we can't say it while y'all saying it I understand that, but, but that's definitely a debate. An old head yeah, that, should be having with one of us. Yeah, not somebody yeah that, else that's a debate drink. between our culture, and we need to get right between ourselves. But other than that, they can't tell us that. So, and 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 I guess it's funny how you said I'll let you talk, but that was just about to be my question. Like, how do you guys individually feel? Like, basically, if a white person came up to you, I'm not gonna say a white person. Let's say. You know, because like it's easy to say a white person can't say that's normal. That's normal. But let's say you know Takashi Six Nine. You know, what if a Mexican or like an Asian person come up to you say you know well, well what's cracking nigga or like what's popping nigga like how would you feel? Now, be honest. Be honest. See, I, and I feel like that's where your moral and your practical stance comes in. You know, I just feel like. 
practically can't control nothing anybody's ever gonna say. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have that ability, yeah. you know, physically or you know just personally. Mm-hmm. But uh, just you know, my moral stance. I feel like uh, in today's world, in the capitalist society in which we exist, and American society in which we live in, that was built upon imperialism by the majority of white European <laughs> countries. Yeah. I feel like any minority, uh, black, Hispanic, is entitled to say Asian, we all share a bit of a, a group struggle, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's why the uh, the sting is a little bit. Uh, dwindled or it's dimmed when it's said by somebody else who's a minority they just may not be black so personally i mean hey you can tell the difference from somebody's mm-hmm. intent when they're saying something mm-hmm. you know versus hey what's up you know my nigga what's up nigga you know yeah. what i'm saying something like that yeah and i feel like uh any other uh minority it pretty much just slides off me i don't really care personally i don't care about that stuff but let it be somebody of you know Aryan, you know, don't say that to me, yeah, at all. In, in my opinion, because maybe if we've I've been knowing you long enough, exactly. you can say it to me, yeah, yeah. around me, yeah. just to me, me. you know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. Don't believe if I'm cool with it, that gives you a free pass to go say it to every other black person <laughs> because you're just signing your ass whooping, yeah. Woman, you when, when you're a minority, and I and I and I when I kind of feel what you're saying because, like, when you're a minority, it, it's a certain feeling when someone says the n word. And like you said, it's a feeling to where like we still have that same feeling. Like even though I'm not Hispanic in this American society, I feel that we're equal. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I'm not saying I'm not equal to white people. It's just the fact that you know I feel like we know the same struggles. Yeah, well, we and, come, and it's yeah. and it's not even like it's it's subconsciously I know yeah. because it's not like every time a, a Mexican come up to me and say, well, uh, "What's up, uh, say nigga?" He, you know, it, it's not it's like, like you can see it. Like, it, it, it it's, and it's not and it and it's not the fact that in my head I'm saying, "Okay, well, he's a minority too due to the oppression yeah. and the fact that they have to go." No, yeah, it's none of that. It's subconsciously me saying, "Okay, I'm comfortable with this." Yeah. So I, I totally get what you're saying, bro. Yeah. And well, it what what you were uh, about to say about it? Uh, what you were just gonna say the exact same thing? Hey, but. How I feel about, you know, when it comes to my friends, you know, the other, other races, I mean, none of my friends of other races, they never even said it around me, or if they did, I never even caught it. But, you know, I feel like where Andre coming from, too, you know, if they saying it to me and they just saying it in that way, I mean, even though I, I'm the one saying that, you know, they shouldn't say it, it'll probably get to a point where I probably will get drugged under it comfortably because... It's just the fact that it's normal to society already. But mm-hmm. I I totally understand what he says, don't go and, you know, do it to other people. Because yeah. it's just like, I'm giving you this opportunity because, look, I understand it's normal. Yeah. And I understand that you want to say it. So, okay, I'm going to let you say it around me. You can say your, your nigga, you know, <laughs> around me. Watch don't, when you go, when you go to other people because they might not feel the same yeah. way. Yeah. And they just don't a good point about the you, you get drugged where essentially I feel like Hip hop has red pilled America into thinking that the N word is cool. Yeah, it's in music all it's the in time. Everybody music. In I got the chop on my nigga, the pop on my nigga, Bro, I pop on my nigga. Bro, Why do the box? They, they got rappers <laughs> that be rapping in different languages, saying nigga. Like how you rap in a different <laughs> yeah. language and I still ain't gonna say lie. nigga. I heard a Spanish trap song yeah. and they right. said they nigga. said nigga. <laughs> right. This is news to me. Yeah. This is news to me. <laughs> well, this news to everybody who had who didn't hear. But yeah, they do shit like that. So you know, 
that that's what you know that cultural appropriating coming in, and that's what we gotta you know really bring that standpoint to. And and I guess the only real way to defeat cultural appropriation is to for us to stand for our culture mm-hmm. and stand and defend it. Cause like like I tell people all the time, I feel like black culture is in a place to where that it is culture, mm-hmm. but we gotta still let people know where that culture yeah, came yeah. from. That's what happened. That's what happened with the Harlem Renaissance. That's the only failure of the Harlem Renaissance is that we got all these things like jazz and poetry and swing, but we weren't able due to you know things like segregation. We weren't able to say that that's mine. But now we could say, okay, this is ours. Yes, it's part of American culture, but it's ours and it's derived a, a, from a, us. A good argument could be made when, when we were just talking about cultural appropriation. That in today's world, a lot of black artists are appropriating white culture with saying, hey, I'm a rock star. I'm a rock star. But even yeah, then, on the flip side, that. you could say black well, people originated rock. rock. Well, yeah, exactly. So Where did rock and roll come from? more intricate than you believe it is. That's why I feel like any opinion you have or stance with like, hey, don't say it or do say it, nothing's set in stone. There's, everything is more complicated than you think there's no in my opinion legitimate just this is the right answer there is no other answer to say don't say nothing else what i said is right you know what i'm saying that's why dialogue and stuff like this is always key yeah and that's why we're gonna continue having dialogue like this it's important like but like you said to come from an unbiased reasonable standpoint of to where like even if we feel uncomfortable with it for us to talk about it you know that's what we gotta do yeah and and i mean that's what this show is gonna be built on upon but and just uh uh, we about to wrap it up right yeah yeah just uh i read something on the internet a day or two ago just to build on your point about how the harlem renaissance and stuff like back in the day when uh so many black creators were creating but we really couldn't put that copyright on yeah i I was reading and i i I feel like it was a beautiful thing but let's say something like jackie robinson integrating uh baseball and sports wasn't as good for black people as it could have been because we didn't have a right to it yet and in a sense where it, it destroyed like let's say the negro league yeah where this was an opportunity for black people to build capital in a time when we really couldn't but uh we were always so focused on getting into what we were denied instead of saying well let's just create something because we're not in this exactly. you know and i feel like it's it's a great thing into obviously in today's world you go out and play baseball you go out and play basketball in any sport really nine times out of ten it's not soccer it's black dominated yeah. but that could have been an opportunity for black people to be owning because any sports owners you can find now that are black they're you know few and in between they're all former sport uh, players mm. where yeah. that's really the only way black people know how to build capital just like you said entertainment yeah. that's really the only way a lot of black people have money or exactly. are getting up into the millionaires and just just barely scratching maybe that billionaire mark is we only know how to get our money through entertainment yeah and, and, and I feel like and since we about to wrap it up and this is the last thing I have to say is and I feel like we um, you know we as a black culture we always talk about cultural appropriation and how we need to stand up for our culture and I feel like they they we think that we stand enough for our culture but we really not because we don't really understand and we don't really truly know uh, as a race of ourselves that we are more powerful than, than these people yeah. and that we could over, that you know we could really stand up and really do something exactly. like we could run these TV tele- television stations and everything like that. And I feel like the only way that we can do that is first not stand up against them because we doing that every day already. First, we need to check ourselves, check ourselves as a race. And then after we check ourselves as a race and we pinpoint the problems 
as our as a race ourselves, that's when we can go ahead and then that's when we can go against everything that's coming against us. Because the only reason that we still in the standpoint that we is, because we are we are we over here complaining, we over here trying to do something, we over here trying to stand up for our rights. And the only reason these things not going through because they always they 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 gonna always have something to say back for us because we not even recognizing our own exactly. problems. Exactly, I, I I agree with that. I feel like. Black people really only flex our unity in the face of our oppressor and not amongst our oppressed. We don't have really unity amongst ourselves just to have it. But mm-hmm. let somebody come attack us. That's when we together. Yeah, we together. We gonna ride for each other, right? Then. But that that's just the feeling of all oppressed people. It's not true passion. It's not true passion to change. It's just apathetic spirits with anger issues. I'm angry about this at the moment. And so I call it cultural appropriation. Until uh, you know, I see my brother that looks just like me, and it just because he rocks a different color that I rock with, I'm gonna kill him. But the white man is evil, you know. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So we mad that a white woman or maybe do dreads or box braids, but let we us see a black woman or another black person doing. Like why you don't got weave in your hair? Exactly. Your your hair nappy. You know what I'm saying. Uh So. Before we even talk about cultural appropriation, we need to talk about loving our culture yeah, ourselves. Yeah. And if you guys don't have anything else, I feel like that's a beautiful mark to leave off on. Yeah. Yeah. Before cultural appropriation, love your own culture. And pinpoint all the problems in your cult- in your in your culture too. So we can try to fix this shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and stop uh labeling uh people who reach out and critique and uh offer advice whether it's within the community or outside as a hater you know sometimes you just yeah. gotta shut up and let somebody tell you something exactly about and, and lastly too and yes black lives matter but also also remember that all lives matter too because you also got you gotta not saying it like that okay. but you gotta look from it from you, you black people just gotta understand we gotta yeah. look at, we gotta look at it from different sides i'm not saying like they matter like we gotta you know See where this they coming from. For the next yeah, 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 this is this this is a great topic for the episode. Why I don't like when people say all lives matter, but you are having a great point. Um, is that you know we gotta also focus that there's other people in different cultures around the world. But you know, for usually the argument of all lives matter came from a counter protest of Black Lives Matter, and that's why I don't believe in all lives matter, blue lives matter, yeah. black but, lives matter, and and then to wrap it up. You know, because I know we don't want to get into it, but, you know, just to, you know, put my standpoint on it. And I understand, you know, that it what it came from, but we since they always take shit from us, what we could do is take their shit and we can make it See, a that's, better, that's you know, true. point. So we can make all lives matter something totally different from what they put. So, and we're and we going to do that. So I mean, that That's one of black people's main skills is turning something out of nothing. And that's true, cause uh, just to go deeper into that, uh, there's plenty of Muslim, uh, Arab, or you know, our Hispanic brothers, or you know, things that they're dealing with right yeah. now that could translate into saying all lives matter yeah. instead of just looking at it, the black versus white thing. So yeah, yeah that, that's a good point. But yeah, that this is something for a different episode. <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm already <laughs> cooking, man. Like, yeah. oh my god, man. 
if you guys enjoyed this conversation that we had, if you guys have any feedback, please, please, please send voice messages on the Anchor app. Continue to send in questions, and then I promise you, next episode we real we real start getting to the questions. It's just like subscribe. It's just man, these, these <laughs> niggas talk too much, bro. True. But <laughs> but like and subscribe. Favorite the podcast. Make sure you stay on on us every single weekend. If that'll be all from both of my hosts. All right, guys. Thank y'all. You know, it was fun having being here. You know, it was good. <laughs> this was a good episode. Southside. South all right, side. we out.